0: Welcome back to Kind of Christian. I'm your host, Ryan Bethay, and I am broadcasting to you live from what was formerly sunny California, but now honestly has some serious Mordor vibes going on. Today we have a little bit of a different format. So as I have set out to try and ask these tough questions and learn from all the people we've had on the show, it's it's easy to fall victim to solely living in just the academic world. And let's face it, We can talk with Dr. Ray on ethics and morality, or with Dr. Keener on whether there are discrepancies in the Bible, or what Paul meant with this particular word in Greek, and what tense, but honestly, that stuff does matter, absolutely. But for a lot of folks, it's actually personal experience that makes faith real to them. It's not just academic, and this is something that I find absolutely fascinating. About two years ago, when I really started questioning a lot of the precepts of faith that I'd held for a while... I started this habit of just asking people who claim to be Christians for years, sometimes decades, to just tell me a story of a time when they think God really showed up and something dramatic happened. I think it's a you know fairly simple request. My logic was if they were a Christian for that long, there must be some story of some answered prayer or something encouraging. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't keep toughing it out. So I just go, hey, tell me an experience you've had. And at the time I was going through a really difficult season and I have to be honest, whether you believe these stories or not, just hearing them and in the plausibility that they're true, it just, it brought me a ton of hope. And here's the deal. The stories I'll share throughout this podcast, many of them are from people I know. And let me be very clear about this. These are normal people. Uh, they're smart. They're not prone to exaggeration. And a lot of them are friends. Now I wasn't there for most of these stories, Uh, but I trust most of these people and their stories. It's incredible. So if you listen to the show, you should know that I'm skeptical about everything. It's funny. I never assume anything is absolutely true at face value, unless of course, it's a positive review about the show, in which case I will canonize it immediately. But you know, I like to dig in and ask who was there. Is there any proof? How do you know this was true? Or just silently nod with them and go, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I actually encourage everyone to do this though, because You actually give a gift to the person telling you their story sometimes it's something that they forgot or they haven't lived in a while and it's encouraging to hear them relive a story that was really encouraging for them on that note because it is 2020 and we all do need a little hope i wanted to share a story submitted by a friend of mine normally to protect privacy I will change the names and the locations here and there, maybe a minor detail, but I know Jason and he was totally fine with me using his first name for this story. So this is a story from my friend Jason when I asked him to share something that was particularly inspiring and encouraging in his own faith journey. So this is Jason's story in his own words. I was up in the mountains of North Carolina about 20 years ago. I was with some friends from InterVarsity, and we were up there just to get a little bit of training and a lot of rest and relaxation before going home for the summer. I had just finished my freshman year of college and was emotionally spent after a really tough year, and I was thankful to finally found a group of people that I connected with. Things were good. Part of the camp involved spending some time alone with God. I remember heading out to a hillside and sitting on top of a sewer drain to work through the questions that they had given us, questions for reflection. I was supposed to spend an hour or so on it, but I finished pretty quickly in about 20 minutes, and so I really wasn't sure how to spend the rest of my time. As I was sitting there, a girl that I had met a few times that year came to mind. Uh, That also happened to be at the retreat with us. As I thought about her, I I just had this sense of compassion sort of come over me for her. It's really hard to describe. I had observed her from a distance over the prior few days, and then, out of the blue, I, I just had this internal dialogue, this little voice inside me say, I want you to find her a four-leaf clover. Since I was just sitting on a sewer drain, mind you, having really nothing to do, supposedly supposed to be spending time with God, I said I should start looking. So I looked and I looked and I looked, but I couldn't find a four-leaf clover. Turns out four-leaf clovers are actually pretty rare. When it was time to leave for the next event, I gathered my stuff and started walking down the hill, having not obtained a four-leaf clover, and I was gonna go rejoin the main group in the meeting room but something inside me arrested my attention. That voice returned and it just made me turn around. I don't know why I did it. It was just the same voice again. As I turned around and looked down, there it was, a four-leaf clover. I couldn't believe it. I just stooped down and picked it up. Now at this point, I began thinking, okay, now I've got the four-leaf clover, but how am I going to give it to this person? And why am I giving it to this person? How do you smoothly approach someone and just casually mention, hey, a voice in my head told me to give you a four leaf clover and do it in front of their friends, really smooth. So I snuck in the back right of the auditorium and I saw her sitting down in the front left side of it. The best at this point I had come up with was, hi, I don't know if you remember me, but my name is Jason and I feel like I was supposed to give you a four leaf clover, clear, concise, and to the point. So that's what I went with. And then a giant smile broke across her face and her eyes started to tear up, and I just stood there as she recounted her side of the story. "'You're never going to believe this,' she said. "'This is always a good sign,' I thought. "'Well, this has been a really hard week for me,' she said. "'My boyfriend and I just broke up. We're both here. It's been really hard to know what to do. The world is just crazy for me right now. And so I know we were supposed to spend that last hour just spending time with God, and I just asked God, "'Would you please give me a sign, just something that tells me everything is going to be okay?' And I was sitting in a patch of clovers. So I just said, would you please help me find a four leaf clover? And I searched and came up empty. So I said, well, that was pretty dumb. I probably shouldn't have done that. And I left it. So you coming here and giving me this four leaf clover, I know that was God telling me everything is going to be okay. Now that's an encouraging story, right? I tell you, I've heard countless variations of this story from a lot of people and also honoring our kind of Christian skepticism that we take with every story and every guest. I actually did Google the rarity of four leaf clovers and it turns out one in 5,000 clovers is actually four leafed. So it's pretty rare. Now was it God? Was it a coincidence? Telepathy? ESPN? Who knows? But something out there that day told this girl that everything was going to be okay in a way and form that was special and unique to her and honestly that's my hope for 2020 things are really rough right now for a lot of people and my hope and prayer is that we all get our own four-leaf clover story and trust that everything will be okay well thanks for listening to kind of christian i know it was a little bit of a deviation from our normal format but uh i just felt like we could all use a little bit inspiration and this story uh, always just makes me smile So we'll be back with someone very smart, very soon. So fear not make sure to leave us a review, follow us on Instagram, check us out on YouTube. And I'm still working on what to call listeners of the show. I feel bad greeting everybody like welcome back kind of Christians because that may not be genuine. Also, if I called everyone the elect, it's a little Calvinist joke, but probably doesn't appeal to anyone past like a certain half percentage of the population. So Christian dad jokes got lots of those anyways, folks. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to Kind of Christian. We'll be back next week.